one eagle from the north, an omen for change, Koro sat next to me in the treetop. He hung on to the nearest branch with both hands, his sateen tunic, befitting the only son of a wealthy trader, soiled from the climb. The wind ruffled his golden hair, pushing it into his eyes. The exact mellow brown shade is the tree bark. The endless canopy of the forest stretched in front of us. The sea, with a narrow strip of rocky beach where my father would be even now fishing, at our back. The gnar eagle, rarely seen this far south, circled above. My people, the Shahala, did not believe in omens, but Koro's father had brought Koro's mother from a distant land. I sized up the eagle. Change in what? I had passed into womanhood from childhood, but my healing powers had not arrived. I was desperate for a change in that. Since my mother had died, people no longer came from far away for healing. Few of the sick made the trek to our rocky beach, even from the nearby village. We did not have rice to eat with the fish my father, Jareem, might catch. We have not had rice for a long time. We did not always have fish, either. As I sat in the swaying branches on the top of the tallest Numaba tree, I prayed that we would have something for that night. But Koro had a different change in mind. A nervous smile danced on his face. I talked to my father about visiting yours tonight. I looked away. Jareem is in a bad mood. He had nothing but the most rotten luck with fishing lately. Maybe another day. Tomorrow, my father will leave on another trading trip. When he comes back, then, I turned back to Koro, whose smile had disappeared. Guilt pricked me. But at the same time, despair welled inside my chest at the thought of him coming with his father to present an offering. I would never have my healing powers if I married now. Tara, you are... He began in that soft voice of his that had comforted me so many times after my mother's death. When your father returns from his journey, I cut him off in a rush. A trip to the farthest Shahala villages could take a full moon crossing or more. Maybe enough time to cajole the spirits into sending my powers to me. Powers like my mother's, not like my great-grandmother's, I added silently, to make sure that no spirit who might be listening to my thoughts would misunderstand. Koro nodded, his disappointment already clearing his eyes holding nothing but kindness and full understanding. Truly, his face was welcome in my sight, his friendship valued from the bottom of my heart. But I could not give him what he longed for. Not yet. Not for a while. My stomach growled. My resolution wavered. I could refuse Koro, but how long could I say no to the bride price, even if I could endure the hunger? A good daughter would not starve her father. Koro glanced up at the lone cloud above us, the eagle gone now. The caravan will hurry on this trip. The traders will want to be back before the rainy season begins. For a second, I saw the sky as it would be soon, a damp gray blanket thrown on the sun, keeping it captive. I swallowed the lump in my throat, blinking the image away. Jareem and I could not survive another rainy season like the last. Toward the end, only the occasional strand of seaweed washed up on the rocks had kept us from starving. I could still feel the dark, gnawing pain in my belly every time I thought back. Those hunger-filled days taught me one harsh lesson, 
If I could not heal, I was nothing.'